Welcome to the new to crypto podcast designed to guide you through the crypto landscape with pinpoint accuracy created for the new and intermediate crypto investor. Join your host crypto travels Michael as he takes you through the different facets of getting started and succeeding in your crypto journey. New to Crypto Podcast brings you new episodes daily, Monday through Friday, with surprise bonus episodes sometimes on the weekend. Let me ask you, are you new to crypto? Don't know where to start? Are you more experienced but have questions? Then you're in the right place. This podcast is designed for you. Coming at you from the Trading Center in the Lifestyle Design Studio, here's your host, Crypto Travels Michael. Hey, welcome to today's podcast. I'm excited about today's show. I have a phenomenal founder on the show for you today. He's actually the founder of Step Finance, which is the front page of Solana, everyone. It's the largest portfolio dashboard on Solana. And today's guest has been in the crypto space for over a decade, having previously been a miner, a trader, and he built six exchanges. He was the founder of the world's first crypto remittance startup, BitSpark. And recently, George has been focusing on the DeFi space to further the bankless future. Please welcome George Harrop to the show. George, man, it's a pleasure to have you here. Welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you very much for having me on. Absolutely. Live from Istanbul today, huh? It's the place to be, man. A lot of crypto stuff going on here. It's a cool city as awesome. well. Awesome. <laughs> we have listeners in Turkey. Hey, can you uh, share just a, a little bit about yourself with our listeners before we dive in? Sure. Yeah. So uh, I'm George. I've been in crypto for, I don't know, 11, 12 years now. Uh, started off originally as, as one of the early Bitcoin miners, I guess. Uh, sort of, I was 1% of the network back then building stuff in my own room, building a heater, which made money, which was a Bitcoin miner, which is the best kind of heater. And yeah, ever since there, you, you mentioned uh, one of the first startups I helped uh, co-found was Bitspark, uh, crypto remittances. So I lived in Hong Kong for about six years. And that was all about using crypto to, to send money around the world. And uh, my, my second venture step uh, sort of came out of a lot of the, the DeFi summer uh, sort of, you know, what happened there, right? Like we had a lot of these different protocols popping up. We had essentially financial applications on a blockchain rather than just like, hey, I can send you money. It's like now, oh, by the way, you can get a loan. You can have exchanges themselves like on the blockchain. You don't have to trust anyone with your funds. So I, saw, I thought building a financial system is probably the next logical step for crypto. And uh, yeah, we, we started step with a couple of buddies of mine back in, what was it 2021? Now it sounds like a long time ago, but it wasn't really. And uh, yeah, we sort of, we were one of the original sort of ones, uh, you know, protocols that, that grew up on Solana. So we're essentially a portfolio dashboard and we're a place that keeps track of all of your different uh, investments, wherever they might be, whether you've got yield farms, NFTs, uh, lending protocols, we integrate with literally everyone, put all the information in one space and uh, we're all about data. So we want to be able to show you those data insights and tell you what's happening in your portfolio. So yeah, that's sort of the speed run of, of, of everything that's happened in the last decade. Exciting, exciting. Well, I actually have some questions about STEP and if you could just share with our listeners just an overview, uh, you kind of touched on uh, what STEP is and and also, you know, why was it built on Solana? And when you go to your website, you know, it says the front page of Solana. So can you can you paint a picture for our listeners around the world just a little bit more about what that means? Absolutely. Yeah. So 
the, the front page of Solana sort of tagline that we came up with, I think is pretty relevant because essentially when someone goes to a new blockchain, they're, they're kind of expecting a couple of things to exist uh, in terms of like an active, vibrant ecosystem. You, you want DEXs to exist. So you want to be able to, to swap coins. You want to be able to uh, NFTs, NFT marketplaces, liquidity, um, active projects, these sorts of things. Lenders, uh, there has to be like the ability to, to borrow against different coins or whatever it might be. Maybe it's yield farms as well. Maybe liquid staking uh, might be something that people are interested. So, and then there's more complex financial products. There's options and futures and blah, blah, blah. I think these are the kind of the, the building blocks that uh, any sort of blockchain ecosystem that's trying to, to be a alternate alternative financial system really has to have. And really, there's only a couple of blockchains which really have all of those ingredients. Um, Solana is one of them. But a year ago, Solana was was kind of a nothing. Um, it, it started essentially as a the, the value proposition was, hey, we're really fast and really low cost for doing for swaps and transactions. But really, what you need to grow uh, an ecosystem is liquidity. And when we were looking around, we, we essentially were looking a couple of buddies of mine to, to build a DCA platform, a place where you can put some money in and maybe buy a coin once a day or once every week or something like that in an automated way. And we had a look around and obviously we tried Ethereum, built out a contract there. Uh, some of the L2s didn't really exist or they were in their infancy, but it, it was quite expensive to do any transactions there. And the, the break even in terms of the number of users you would need to pay for the gas costs was super high. Uh, but at the time, Solana was just getting started and there was a couple of hackathons going on in Solana. So we thought, hey, let's check this new thing out. Let's see what it's all about. And really all of the different coins from across the ecosystem, including the Ethereum ecosystem and elsewhere, were already wrapped and there was already uh, liquidity on Solana for, for people to transact with. So we thought, hey, let's check it out. We entered a hackathon and essentially that's sort of the genesis of, of Step is, is we built out a product that could be this as you say, the front page of Solana, but it's really a dashboard to keep track of all of the different stuff which is happening in your wallet. And your wallet might be doing like 20 different things, right? You don't want to have 20 different tabs open. So put it all on step, put it all in one place. Uh, but for us, it means that we need to integrate with everyone. We need to deal with the intricacies of all these different weird contracts. Some are standardized, some are not, some are custom things, some are, you know, terrible to deal with, some are much easier to deal with. So yeah, that's that's kind of a lot of what uh, a lot of what we started was trying to stitch that all together and put it all in one place. Fantastic. Would would you say that uh, some of the some of the points you just covered are basically the reasons why Solana is different than other layer ones, or what else would you add to that? Yeah, I, I think for a layer one to be successful, certainly right now we're seeing a lot more of active users experimenting with L1s. In fact, that's probably where all of the active users are, to be honest. They're, they're all on things like Solana, uh, BSC, Ethereum, yes, but, but not as much as perhaps others. Um, and there's a couple of L2s going around, but they haven't really got critical mass. So it, as far as I'm concerned, there's probably maybe two, maybe three games in town in terms of has a, an active ecosystem that has everything. But, uh, but I, yeah, I think what people want is like fast transactions, low cost transactions, and it needs to have an active ecosystem that you can build blocks on top of each other, right? Like if there is no liquidity pools or no AMMs or no DEXs, then, well, you can't really swap coins and no one wants to launch their project on there and, you know, they're going to look somewhere else. So there kind of is like a chicken and the egg. And I think Solana was able to solve that early on 
with people like Alameda, the world's largest market making fund, they were market making on Solana. That certainly helped. A lot of those early sort of coins that had liquidity was because of them. So that sort of provided the base and then it sort of grew from there. But now it's kind of got this critical mass where the last hackathon, there was something like 8,000 entrants. There was 500, and diff 500 different uh, submissions of different people building stuff. They have these hackathons every couple of months as well. So like when we're talking about mm -hmm. numbers, like these are huge numbers, you know, 500 different projects that people have built during a couple of weeks hackathon. That's amazing. Um, also yeah. daunting for us, right? Because, oh, does that mean we have to integrate 500 new things tomorrow? Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, so, but that's what we have a strong cup of coffee during that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But, but these are healthy things, right? Like you want to see, yeah. you want to see developers building stuff. So, and there's also like, you know, what comes first, developers or, or users? Um, you know, are, are the users all going to go somewhere and then everyone's going to be like, oh, man, we really need to go and build things because everyone's over there. Or are you going to build things first and then everyone comes? It, I would say it's probably the latter. You, you certainly do need to build something for people to go there. Um, so, yeah, look, I, I think Solana's been able to foster a lot of that uh, developer support and lots of different documentation and, you know, guides and different ways to go and build stuff. And that, that helps grow the ecosystem and gets people excited about it. So, yeah. Okay, excellent. Thanks for unpacking that. So can you share with our listeners, like, can you talk to us about plans for maybe bringing the masses, you touched on that, um, into Solana? Since, I mean, your, your step is essentially the dashboard for Solana, you know, and uh, um, yeah, yeah. If, if you could share a little more about the dashboard as well for our listeners who may not be even be familiar with Solana, maybe they've just got started in crypto. Absolutely. Yeah. So we, we started off focusing more on DeFi. So DeFi, decentralized finance applications. I mentioned a couple of different sort of things before, mainly focused on financial products, really. So the yield farms, the futures products, the options trading, the, you know, whatever else it might be, DEXs, AMMs, LPs, yield farms. These are all words which might make sense to people that are familiar with DeFi, but essentially they, they're all financial things, right? And and that's, that's where a lot of the interest was and where the user base sort of was and has been for probably the last three years, I would say. So really what Step uh, built out initially was one dashboard to manage all of the investments that your wallet might have just in one place. So really, we're just sort of showing you what you're already doing. So that, that's the first thing. But I would say what's happened this year is a lot of new people getting into crypto have maybe sidestepped a lot of that. And a lot of new people are focusing on the NFT world. Now, whatever anyone thinks about NFTs, the fact is that there's a lot of users transacting them. So, and there's a lot of, that's bringing in a lot of new people to, to blockchain. So in the case of Solana, it's on most days, it's the second largest NFT marketplace, Magic Eden. And some days it's the number one, it's bigger than OpenSea. Um, now we, we recently did a, uh, we, we have a, a Step Data Insights newsletter where we look at some of the data on chain and we compare. The average OpenSea user on Ethereum, which was the first NFT marketplace, does about something like 1.7 transactions every 30 days, something like that, the average wallet. On Solana, that's about, I think it's like 7.6 or, or something like that. So a lot more individual transactions by Magic Eden users. And that's probably because Solana's cheaper and faster to do stuff, right? On, on Solana, you can actually list like a $2 NFT. And it's, it's cost competitive to do that. But if you want to pay like $2 for an NFT on, on Ethereum, well, you might have to pay I don't know, $10 in gas fees. And last year, you might have to pay $80 in gas fees. Right? Exactly. So, right. Yeah. So I, I think there's certainly there's a there's an audience there which is being served. But so 
NFTs, bringing a lot of new people in. Uh, a lot of what we do on Step is uh, also we, we saw that our focus was a lot on the financial side and perhaps not on the NFT side. So we recently acquired an NFT data analytics platform in Solana, one of the largest ones called Solana Floor. Um, Solana Floor has a lot of data insights about all of the NFT projects, blah, blah, blah. So we're going to be bringing that data to Step very soon. And, and really sort of that's where we see uh, being able to uh, sort of meld our experience with the financial side, uh, with the Solana Floor team who have come on board at Step, and they're the experts in that domain. So we really want to build that out more. But I, I think really that's um, that's where a lot of blockchains are seeing sort of interest right now is maybe not so much in the financial side and more on, say, NFTs and tradable, uh, you know, essentially it's cr community creation, right? It's people building communities and, and doing different mm -hmm. stuff. So, yeah, I, I think that's interesting. And, yeah, Solana has a pretty active community there. Yeah, that's definitely interesting. So what what was it that, that made you want to decide to to make make the move on the acquisition? And uh and you know, your plans are to merge the two sites or to offer the Solana for um data on you know on step or how's yeah. it gonna work? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Solana Floor did a really good job of being a standalone data insights platform for NFT data. And uh, we, we essentially at step when we're, when we're showing someone their portfolio and all of the different connections we have to do with that to all these different protocols, we're, we're able to really sort of get pricing for NFTs, but we, we can't really show any more depth than that, right? Like we can tell you that you have all of these NFTs, here they are, here's the price for them. And maybe here's some sort of information about the metadata about them, but that's about it. So any sort of more fine grained insights, we would have to, I mean, what are we going to do? Go and hire another five more people and then spend six months trying to learn what on earth's going on. I, I think the, the better solution was that, you know, we were working with the Solana Floor team beforehand. Uh, we were using their API to, to get a lot of information. Really enjoyed working with the team. Uh, you know, CryptoWaza there was was the founder and uh, done, done a really great job. So essentially we were like, hey, um, you know, we, we recently started a fund at Step as well to essentially either offer grants or invest in or acquire data-related projects. And uh, so we had, I think that was end of last year, we launched our $5 million fund at Step. So we were, say, we were like, hey, we got this fund, um, maybe you guys might be interested. And yeah, luckily, you know, there was interest there. And we, we, we decided essentially to, to merge the team. So that's the first step. Uh, when, when okay. it, firstly, an acquisition is quite difficult in DeFi because often, like, there's no companies involved. There's no shares <laughs> being exchanged. Um, uh -huh. the, the, it's like, what are you going to do? Like, make a multi-sig? And <laughs> pretty much that's it. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and then you just sort of go, hey, we are, we'll both draw down on this this wallet at this period of time. But anyway, that's a side thing. Um, uh -huh. so, so, yeah, we, we, we thought that this was a great way to go. And I think where we're going with it is that Solana Floor has a great brand in the NFT community. Step has a good brand mm -hmm. in the DeFi community. We kind of want to be that bridge, but also okay. uh, we don't want to like you know bring all the data from Solana Floor over and then oh you know see you later Solana Floor it's it's game over. Um, we mm -hmm. want to really make use of that brand. So we have some really cool sort of stuff happening there. We got guides. Uh, we got videos. Um, we might have some more sort of interesting stuff coming soon there. Uh, on the conference okay. scene as well. So we want to make it um, something interesting for NFT people. So, so yeah, that's what's really going to happen. But a lot of that data is always going to live on step. Awesome. Interesting. So can you share with our listeners about the step token? And how does that tie into this, 
step, you know? Sure. Yeah. So first things first is that I think people, when they think about tokens, you've people got to realize that it's also a customer acquisition tool. Um, so uh-huh. step could exist without a token, right? Um, yeah. However, what we just, what we sort of found through when we were sort of building step number one, you need a, a way for essentially people that are your power users of the product to share in the success of the product. That's number one. Number two is you need a way to like keep the lights on and pay yourself. Um, so, yeah. so we raised some, some outside money as well. Um, but we, we launched a token and essentially the token is, uh, it, 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 all revenue that's made on step goes towards buying back the token and distributing to, to stakers. So we have a, a staked token called X step. It has a yield associated with it. That yield comes from revenue. And what does revenue mean on a product like step? Well, we have a lot of different services that while people are on the dashboard, they're clicking buttons, they're doing stuff, right? They're, you know, it might be compounding their yield farms or it might be settling their trades from the decks or a lot of different fee paying actions. It might be swapping um, because step is kind of this, this page, which you have to go to, whether it's a bull market or a bear market, because you need to know what's going on with your wallet. There's always going to be people there that are clicking buttons and doing stuff and paying fees. So essentially the token is a way for users to get exposure to the success of step. If more people click buttons and pay fees and more revenue is produced, well, more step is, is bought back from the market and distributed to stakers. So that's, that's really sort of, you know, what we're trying to do with, with the step token there. But it's also really, um, I think a way to, to drive interest in a product as well. We saw an uptick of four X when we launched our token, uh, on the actual step product. So, you know, you can tell people how great a data related product is, but also a token helps get additional exposure as well. And, and that brings more, more people, more eyes on the project and, and these sorts of things. But really, you know, step is about, we've got, we've got to provide value. We, we've got to be able to have a project which actually generates revenue. Uh, and, uh, and that revenue goes back to stakers. So yeah, that's what we're all about. I like it, man. I like it. Um, it's uh, I, I'm I see uh, in in the docs on your site. You, you know, you, you even mentioned the order book decks with Serum and and uh, everything tied into your step token. Absolutely, yeah. I wanted to have a conversation with you about like maybe because you're really plugged into the Solana ecosystem, right? Like the the common misconceptions in Solana and in like current market conditions and things like that. What are what are some of your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, at the current market conditions are number go down. It's a bear market, uh, and that's sort of across the ecosystem, right? I think what we've right. seen as well is a lot of the daily active users are, are way down as well for a lot of projects. So, like, less people are visiting crypto sites than they were a year ago. Less people are clicking buttons. You know, volumes are mm-hmm. down. PBL is down, and Solana is no different. So uh, we've seen, mm-hmm. we've seen, uh, you know, at least sort of our, our from the peak. Uh, in terms of the the number of people coming to to step on to to monitor what's happening with their wallets, it's down mm-hmm. to you know two thirds essentially. Uh, you know what mm. it was at the peak. So you know th- there are less people in the ecosystem. But I think you know I've been through a lot of bear markets, right? And you know, maybe a lot of listeners have as well. This is the best time to be building things, and this is where 100%. a lot of the great things get built. So you know when I was. Um, you know, learning right. about, exactly learning about DeFi stuff in 2019, a lot of the great things, which, you know, people didn't think that 
things like Uniswap or, or anything like that would, would be a big thing back in 2019. But then, hey, you know, mm. presto, give it a year later and it's a couple billion dollar Boom. protocol and it's foundational <laughs> to the entire ecosystem, right? So, you know, yeah. I, I think a lot of the great things get built. So what we just want to do is just focus on building stuff. I think a lot of the rest of the ecosystem is doing that in Solana, um, but probably the same as most of the crypto ecosystem. But I guess the cool thing that Solana has going for it is that you know, mm -hmm. there's not just one DEX or one lender. I, in mm -hmm. terms of number of like on-chain order book DEXs, there's probably like four, maybe five. In terms mm -hmm. of lenders, I think there's six. Um, mm -hmm. Yield farms, I mean, every lender, every DEX has a yield farm. So I don't know, let's say 10. Um, you know, so there, there are a lot of different projects that are all building and, and trying to innovate and do cool new stuff. So yeah, mm -hmm. look, I, I'm all we want to do is just build stuff. I think a lot of everyone else is doing that. One of the cool initiatives that Solana has is the the concept of hacker houses. Um, so mm -hmm. I was recently at one in Singapore, and it was a five day okay. event. They invite the you know anyone who's building stuff to go there. It's all free, and uh -huh. they book out a really nice space. But uh, yeah, there, there's like competitions. A lot of like students go there to build things. There's uh, awards and that sort of stuff but that was a good place to get a gauge of what's going on in the ecosystem and essentially what i learned from that is that there's a lot of new people that are just wanting to build cool new things which they think is missing um uh -huh. again there's uh, nft space gets a lot of focus but also like i think there's people trying to build bridges for nft things to do like DeFi stuff so for example okay. like lending against your nfts right so lending protocols yep. that accept nfts as collateral so stuff like uh -huh. that um, which is great to see. So yeah, more people building more stuff in bear markets is good. And uh, yeah, seems the ecosystem doing that. Absolutely. I think you hit the nail on the head uh, when you're talking about this is the time to be positioning and building and getting ready, you know, in the down markets, you know, a lot of people are talking about the like the economy and things like that. And, you know, I think it's, conf you know, fair to say the next 18 months is going to be, you know, a downward skid in the economy. But you know, as I tell people around me, this is this is one of the greatest opportunities of our lifetime. You know, 07, 08 was and, you know, outside of crypto, of course, and then, you know, all the different ups and downs in crypto. But now, you know, this is this is the time for positioning, because as you and I both know, when we read the charts, you know, there's an up and a, there's a down. So, you know, this is phenomenal time to uh, to be building. Let's talk about Solana and DeFi in the future. What do you see? Because you're you're seriously into DeFi and in the Solana ecosystem. What do you see in the future with, with uh, all things in DeFi and Solana? Yeah, I, if, if I could predict the future, I, I, it would be great. But so I think the first thing I, I mentioned there just just before, like this, th there's kind of been two groups in crypto for for this year at least. There's been the DeFi people and there's been the NFT people. And they, they follow different people. They, they don't really know what's going on in their different circles. And they're kind of very separate. So I think like what's going on in DeFi, it's kind of like trying to bridge that gap. And I think bringing more sort of financial products for the NFT ecosystem. So I mentioned that okay. lending, lending and collateral, that, that's certainly one. Another might be, say, futures products based on NFT price floors. I think that's pretty cool. Um, wow! At, at Solana, uh, at Solana Floor, we have a a product called the Blue Chip Index. Essentially, it's just an index which tracks the the weighted average price of the top twenty uh, NFT projects on on Solana. So it's kind of like a number that you can look at to get an idea of what's going on. Now, okay. that as a as as just some some data point, 
Um, you could attach that to an Oracle on chain, like say Switchboard is, is one of the good Oracles on, on Solana. And, you know, now you have an Oracle of a, of a price. Well, now you can build a perp market around it. You can build a perpetual futures product around that. So that would allow people to be able to, you know, long or short or, or speculate on the value of the index of, uh, you know, the, the top 20 NFT projects. So I think that would be an example of the kind of, financializing a little bit more of what's going on in the NFT world and also providing, I think, more liquidity for, for people in that. Because the thing with auctions with NFTs is that if, if you don't find a buyer for your JPEG, it's worth nothing. Um, whereas at least with a, uh, uh, an order book like token, like if there is a bid on the order book, you can at least sell it, right? And you can do that instantly. Um, but, uh, but often, you know, NFTs don't do that. So I think more of these products is maybe where a lot of the action for DeFi is going to go. Another sort of camp, uh, are people saying GameFi. Now mm-hmm. I think it's a word which gets thrown around a lot and no one quite knows what it, what it will be or what it will mean. It kind of started mm-hmm. with Axie, you know, Axie certainly broke through kind of last year, started this year. Totally. They did you mm-hmm. know, a lot of active users, a lot of people using it, right? Um, it's a game, mm-hmm. you know, integrates NFTs in some way, has a coin, different payments, pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think something like that is probably going to be breaking through. Um, now, when you are building a game, in the case of Axie, they had to go and build a whole new wallet and blockchain and everything called Ronin, basically because Ethereum wasn't scalable enough for them to, to build a game around. Like if you're building a, an action game or something and, and you want people to wait 30 minutes for six confirmations or, you know, oh, the gas right. has gone up, like, sorry, your, your in-game character can't do anything for the next hour. Uh, yeah. not, not very viable, right? And also yeah. what's not viable is expecting developers to go build their own blockchain to solve this problem if they just want to build a cool game. So really, I think the way to think about it is you need a blockchain which is fit for purpose and can do that scalability fast and low you know, low cost of, of transfers. So Solana fits the bill, I think, for that. Um, one of the really cool games that, that we really like is Star Atlas. Um, they're doing a great job on a different bunch of different things. They're integrated with Unreal Engine 5 and all this kind of stuff. It's like a spaceship kind of game. Um, and, uh, yeah, so stuff like that, I think, is maybe what GameFi is going to be. And there might be elements to that as well. So let's say it's a spaceship game, right? In the case of Star Atlas, you're out there exploring the stars. You have a spaceship. You know, there's guns involved and, and that sort of thing. All of those in-game items could be, say, an NFT. And then mm-hmm. let's say there's a, there's a planet which you want to go to or, or raid with you and your buddies. Uh, you know, you could short that planet on a DEX beforehand. Then you go raid it with your buddies in-game. Tank there you go. The planet, raid it. And then you can close your short on the decks, you know, outside. There you go. I'm in for that. You know, basically a real life pirate. So that'd be cool. Yeah. I think stuff like that is super cool. Right. And I think once people catch on to that, that's a thing and that becomes like a way to play these games, it's going to be big. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So George, what are some things to come like in your, your, you and your team's roadmap for, you know, closing out this year and into 2023, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, for us, we're, we're launching a, a new product called the Step Analytics. And essentially, okay. if people are familiar with, say, Nansen or Dune or Glassnode, there, there's not that many products out there which can give you insights into all of these individual either DeFi protocols or NFT 
sort of marketplaces. There's a few, but the, the level of, and the depth of those insights is, is not quite there. So for example, if you wanted to know what was the, the yield associated with USDC on this lender for the last six months, can someone mm-hmm. show me that in a chart? No one can show mm. you that. Um, mm. you know, it doesn't exist. And certainly on Solana, mm. Uh, there, there's no one which has that level of depth yet. So we're kind of in a unique position at Step in that for our portfolio dashboard, like we show you the real-time uh, position of your wallet and all of these different protocols that we integrate with. So kind mm-hmm. of the next step for us is to go, okay, we can show you a real-time situation of what's going on with your wallet. But if we start indexing all of these different protocols, all of these different contracts on chain, all of this different mm-hmm. data, then we're able to offer an entirely different product which is not related to your wallet per se, but it's just mm. the protocol in general. So that's what we're calling mm-hmm. like the step analytics product. So we want to get that out before the end of the year. Um, that'll be okay. the, the subscription product. And yeah, it should get people insights to essentially be able to, to trade and uh, you know basically execute better on chain uh, with more okay. informed knowledge, basically. So, so yeah, that, that's what we want to do. Uh, I think it'll be a first. So yeah, very exciting. Yeah, I definitely I like that. So what's what's the best way that our listeners can reach out to you and your team, join the community, you know, stay in the conversation? Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, hit us up on on Twitter at Step Finance. Just uh, just search that and feel free to join our discord as well. We've got a great community in there. Um, my name is okay. George Harrop on Twitter as well. We got blog posts, okay. we got guides. But uh, yeah, probably Twitter is the, the best place to come find us and, and come find your way to the discord. Awesome. And we'll have all the links uh, on the episode blog post page for today. George, is there anything else? What would you, what else would you like to share with everyone listening? Um, uh, I, I think we've spoken about a lot of really cool stuff. I, I think at the end of the day, like bear markets are for building. We're coming into the end uh-huh. of the year now. Um, kind of, it's now a time to sort of learn about what's going on and maybe just put some time into education and, and these sorts of things. I'm always learning new things. So is the rest of the team. And I really get a kick out of that, like just learning what are the cool new things that, that people are doing. So, uh, so yeah, I think if, if everyone does that, the world will be a better place. But uh, certainly there's a lot to learn in the DeFi world, a lot to learn in the NFT world, and to just sort of keep up with, okay, are we now in the 2019 sort of era, right? And are yeah. there lots of things happening now that in a couple of years from now, everyone's going to be like, oh, of course, that was so obvious, why didn't I exactly? Yeah, um, but we're living in it now. But we're living you know? in it now. Like someone's got to do uh-huh. the research now. So uh, yeah. So so definitely, I would say you know that's the path to be on. Well said. Well said. Yeah, I would say continuing education is always a benefit. You know, I'm even learning another language at the moment. You know, besides awesome. <laughs> all of the regular research and bringing up up to speed and uh, everything in in crypto and blockchain. You know, so hey, it was it was a true pleasure to have you on the show today, and uh, we welcome you back. Thanks so much. It was a pleasure being here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, George, uh, live in Istanbul, you know, it's a pleasure to have you here. And if for all of our listeners, if you like today's episode, definitely like and subscribe to the podcast, show your support and chime in here tomorrow for another special episode. Until then, make it a great day. Thanks for tuning in to New to Crypto Podcast. If you like the episode, be sure to follow and subscribe. You can listen to every episode on all major platforms. 
have an interest in being on the show or want advertising, reach out at newtocrypto.io. Head over to our site, newtocrypto.io, to access the resources mentioned in each episode. Until next time, remember to navigate the crypto landscape with pinpoint accuracy. 